What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the MoCo Show. <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember, okay? This kind of happened a few, actually, I shouldn't ever say a few times last year. It happens every single time we start up a show. Yeah. Colin does this weird a thing. And a two. And a skiddly diddly do. Yeah, and it honestly. Every single time. That's what happens right before I click so record. so uneasy every single time we start the podcast. And I think it puts me in this, like, perfect mental zone on how to just shit posts because i'm it's just a negative mental headspace i'm in because i hate it so much but it's okay you're welcome no problem dude it's so like, oh, wait what <laughs> any big life updates about what me i know one what we got stickers oh dude on god okay so he showed up in the meeting monday okay we have a meeting every monday oh yeah big team and meeting. i like putting stickers on my laptop okay as a lot of college students do yeah and we got fucking stickers dude Brandon walks up he's like do you guys get stickers i'm like Stickers? What are you talking about? <laughs> I hardly know. Like stickers. <laughs> they're just like nice stickers too. Yeah, dude, they're actually pretty legit. They're like, they're mad legit. Yeah, mad legit stickers. This is legitness. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> this is legitness. All right, we have a few things uh, today for our audience. All right, audience. We have our movie review, which we talked about the last podcast. It's a large uh, short. No, uh, almost. You're close. The colossal short. Mm, the gargantuan maybe. short. The other word. The big short. There it is. All <laughs> right. <laughs> We're going to do that movie review uh, in a little bit here. We're going to go over a few things. Though, Got a though. couple couple things to bring up before that. On the agenda. Okay. On, uh, yeah. Some very sad news, though. That's Let's true. Let's preface this entire thing so that it's this not a depressing. Yesterday, right? This was yesterday. This was yesterday. We're recording this on the 15th. So this was right. on September 14th, 2021. Uh, one of the greatest comedians that has ever lived sadly passed away. And we are going to be holding a moment of silence for Norm MacDonald. Right now. Oh, oh. Okay, right, that's, I think enough. that's enough. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting, uh, interestingly enough, did you know that he died of cancer? But not even his family knew that he had cancer for nine years. Oh, my God. It was like uh, the Black Panther. What was his name? Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Dude, that was so sad. Yeah, let's that was let's get into a little sad. tangent right before what we're about to talk about. But, you know, like he was sending out like social media posts and all this stuff about how um, just like saying, oh, I'm living my life, blah, blah, blah. And he like showed himself like, you know, how he was in a very like uh, not well state. Yeah. Everyone was giving him shit that he was doing like drugs and all this. He's on like, crack. Yeah, oh like my oh my gosh. god, like such a sad Bruh. like scene to see someone like go downhill after like they make money or blah 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 I, blah blah. Literally, oh my god, for people who've done that, I'm not gonna you know say anything, but you should look at yourselves a little bit more. You know, it's not something you should just jump to conclusions about. But any home, we are gonna honor Senor uh, McDonald. We're gonna try to. We're gonna try to. <laughs> Because this is a joke that uh, Colin honestly loves to tell all the time. I hate it because he says it so much, but damn, I'm I, not going to lie. I stopped saying it for a long time. It's very funny. I used to, whenever we go work at Logan's, which it's been a while since I've worked at Logan's. Yeah, it is. I'll come pick up a shift in a, in a few days, probably. Maybe this weekend. We'll see about this weekend. Okay. But uh, yeah, when I first heard this joke, I would go and like every single time I'd work, I'd be like, have you heard the moth joke? <laughs> People were like, what are you talking about? Then I'd spend like five minutes telling this stupid joke. Anyways, I found the transcript for the joke. <laughs> so I'm going to read it so now. I'm going to read it so that everyone can hear it. So in honor of uh, Normie, here it is. All right. I should preface this with a disclaimer saying 
I suck. So bear with that. All right, here we go. So Moth goes into podiatrist office, and the, the podiatrist says, what seems to be the problem, Moth? Moth says, what's the problem? Where do I begin, man? I go to work for Gregory Alinovich, and all day I work. Honestly, Doc, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I don't even know if Gre Gregory Alinovich knows. He knows he has power over me, and that brings him happiness. But I don't know. I wake up in a malaise. I walk here. I walk there. At night, I sometimes wake up and I turn to some old lady on my arm. A lady that I once loved, Doc. I don't know where to turn. My youngest, Alexandria, she fell. She fell in the cold of last winter. The cold took her down as it did many of us. And my other boy, Gregaro Ilovinapanadash, <laughs> I no longer love him. As much as it pains me to say, when I, look as it, when I look in his eyes, all I see is the same cowardice that I, that I catch when I take a glimpse of my own face in the mirror. If only I wasn't such a coward, then perhaps I could bring myself to reach over to that cocked and loaded gun that always lay on the bedside behind me and end this hellish facade over and all. Facade. Facade. <laughs> facade. Oh! <laughs> wow. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how to read. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. Facade. Put that one in a good God. Hey, Xbox, record that. <laughs> Xbox. Absolutely. I literally just looked at it. All right, continue. We, we, immersion. And Go. End this hellish facade once and for all. Doc, sometimes I feel like a spider, even though I'm a moth. Just barely hanging onto my web with an everlasting fire underneath me. I'm not feeling good. So the doctor says, moth, man, you're troubled, but you should go see a psychiatrist. Why on earth did you come here? And the moth says, because the light was on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly, no matter how many times uh, that is said, <laughs> it still gets me. I try to keep a straight face, and it's honestly, it's so good. But that's a uh, famously quote from our own. Vacade. Yeah. Yeah, vacade, man. Really? <laughs> like, you, you, you had a few fuck-ups, and I heard them. And honestly, I, I let it go. I was like, you know, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. You messed up like his name once. I or spent twice too much well. time, try, too much time trying to sound out the Russian Gregory Yelenovich. <laughs> that was funny, bro. That was Gregaro awesome. <laughs> no idea. Oh my god, that was great though. Oh, okay. So let's uh, continue on what we got today. I'm sad that there's evidence that I don't know how to read now. Like there's yeah. actual hard evidence. Okay, let's. You know what? Pause. Okay, let's go back to like the fourth grade and the fifth grade popcorn reading. Okay. Oh, that used to scare it the hell out of literally me. Literally the worst. Okay, because I know every single student in my homeroom class knew that I could not read. Okay, yeah. at any level whatsoever. Okay, I barely got to reading just now, and they were like, "Oh, Mo, it's your turn." And I'm like, oh, "Where? What page are we on?" Forty-seven. Bro. I can't read numbers, so this is gonna be a trip. It I used was to awful. like sit there and like I'd follow along and like I'd read the paragraph ahead. So if I got called on, I could like know what the words were. Dude, you you read ahead? Jeez. Okay, good for you, man. I, that was <laughs> used to scare me. Not it. Or like whenever we're reading the uh, what was it? The Shakespeare plays. Oh, those were dangerous, dude. You know, like because there's a little cuss word every now and then. You're in the fourth grade. You're like, oh, finally, I finally get to say fuck. <laughs> I can't wait to put emphasis on this one. But yeah. <laughs> It was it was a trip. You're like, go to hell. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Timothy. 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 Every way you can fuck up that goddamn But yeah, 
that it was it was quite a memory I had of that. So thanks for you know unearthing it. Yeah. Um, what we got for next week? I just want to shoot this out, get y'all excited a little bit. Okay, we have a guest star. Oh a, yeah. Uh, a very kind friend of our Matthew Dunbar is going to be on the show with us next week. Oh yeah. He is. If you can, if you want to check him out, he's on Twitch at dankdunbar.ttv or however way you yeah. link that. Uh, go check him out, and we're gonna like get and back. Subscribe. <laughs> All right, so the big short, Colin, what is it about? Please enlighten me and the um, audience. What's it about? It's about when the entire financial system did a big oof. And this was during 2008, right? So, Seven, well, eight. Seven, the nitty gritty. Things started, shit started hitting the fan well, well before 2008. Well, yeah, but when the news surfaced, rather. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah when the stock market actually went, Meow. Yeah, that yeah, was probably like 2008, 2009. I think it hit its lowest point in March 2009. That's tough. Yeah. Honestly. That is tough. I'm so glad it was gone. Pension funds, gone. Robinhood brokerage accounts, even though they were not yet gone. (laughs) (laughs) But there were a couple people that that made out all white. All white. white. They were ahead of a curve. Yeah. That's what I think Colin is trying to say. Um, so the movie starts off with uh, it was the movie follow these follows these people. By yeah, the way, all by the, the way. people participating and like guessing and not really guessing, but assuming that there is a bubble. They looked at the numbers Very and said big. those don't add up, like whatsoever. Let's there is some sa- shady shit going on behind the scenes. Okay, and they did. They figured it out. And I believe the one person who is like the star of it, or not really the star of it, but one of the main characters is Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Right? No, wait, he's, no. Isn't he, he the, isn't he the guy who works in the big office, right? Matthew McConaughey. I don't think he's in that. No? I, I don't know who. I don't, I'm not really It's got good. Ryan Gosling. It's got Steve Carell. It's got Christian Bale. And it's got... Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah, okay. Brad and Pitt Brad... plays uh, a smaller character. I think... Are you talking about Michael Burry? Because Michael Burry is played by Christian Bale. In the big yeah, office yeah, where he's yeah, listening yeah, to Scream yeah. Christian music. Bale. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it is. That's who it is. The Batman. The that's, Batman, yeah. That's how I remember it. But if you don't know, the big short is basically like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like the greatest movie ever. Okay. It's one one of my favorite movies. That's for sure. It's top three for me. Yeah, I I feel like that is definitely uh, religiously. So what's with the uh, perfect word with this? It's it supports your kind of like love for, you know, business and yeah, like how that entire system got so popularized yeah. recently and but it's, everything. It's so. funny. It's got a great story. It's got good characters. I don't know. It's to me, it's, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen, but it follows one of the main characters as, as Muhammad was mentioning is played by Christian Bale. His name is Michael Burry. If you don't know who Michael Burry is at this point, congratulations. You must be living under a rock because <laughs> Michael Burry is one of the most famous investors. He's up there with Warren Buffett and people like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else is as famous. Speaking as of Christian Bale, during that movie, I'm pretty sure he did not share any screen time with any other like top build actor in the entire. Yeah, I don't think so because he was kind of his own guy. Yeah, he was in his own little bubble. I know, yeah. fun, not, no pun intended, <laughs> but he was in his own little like literally the only time you've ever seen him was in his house or in his office. That's I think it. it was only in his office. I don't think it ever showed his house. I could have sworn because, oh, no, maybe it showed his house when his uh, when he called his wife or something like that. I think that's what could I was be, remembering. But how the story pretty much plays out. And again, spoiler warning, if you haven't seen it and you <laughs> want to see it. Spoiler I, warning, if you haven't seen it and didn't live through 2008, 
Yeah. Then here you <laughs> okay, go. The basic premise is a lot of people lost money. Okay. And it starts out with pretty much Christian Bale. Um, what's his actual name in real life? Michael Burry. Michael Burry. Homeboy figured something out. He was like, oh my God. We have been doing mortgages all... Well, we were doing it right at the very beginning. Don't me explain exactly what... Please. Okay, so basically, mortgage lending practices became oof, bad, right? They were lending to anybody who wanted a mortgage because housing prices were going up and people thought, oh, well, as long as the house price goes up, then I can just get a mortgage and it's fine and it'll be a good investment, right? So these people were... These people that shouldn't be getting houses, let alone second, third, fourth houses, were getting houses because they were just getting the lending. It was like no income verification, no down payment, no documentation, anything. Just if you want it, it's yours. So they would take all these super horrible loans, the banks would, and they'd package them up with other horrible mortgages. And that was called a mortgage-backed security. So basically you sell the security so that the bank, so initially or ordinarily when you, when you get a loan or when you get a mortgage, the bank gives you money, you get the house and you buy the house off the bank over 30 years, right? So the bank would take these securitized mortgages and sell them to other banks, whoever, really, industrial investors, whatever. So now instead of you paying the bank back for your mortgage, you're paying those people. The holder of the MBS crack. So the bank has no risk of default because they've already been paid for the security. So the bank saw this and was like, oh, we can just give out as many mortgages as we want and package them up and sell them to whatever. And then we have no risk or significantly less risk. And the thing that really fucked the whole thing up was the rating agencies were corrupt as hell. Were absolutely, yeah, absolutely corrupt as hell. So they were, they saw this. They were like, "Oh, there's hundreds of thousands of mortgages in this. They can't all default. This is AAA. Yeah, and what this is pretty much grade. that means is that it's like literally perfect. Like there is no way anybody's going to be losing any money off it, that. They're going to be paying it in full every yeah. single, however many times they need to pay it off. It's perfect. Yeah. Literally no risk. And then just keep piling this shit on, right? So. They basically started doing this with pretty much any form of debt, right? If you want, if you want money, have it, and we'll get it back later with interest. So then they took all the debt, which included the mortgage-backed securities, and they rolled them up into these things called collateralized debt obligations, which is basically like an MBS, but with other debt shit, all piled in another thing. And again, it's diversified because it has a bunch of different shit in it. AAA rated. Boom. And then they did that again. CDO squared. What the hell? So all in all, pretty much what happened is that uh, Christian Bale was like, oh. He looked in and he's like, why, why did is they this get happening? this loan? Yeah, how, this how did they bad. get this loan? How did this get AAA rated all blah, 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 blah. And blah, there blah, were just thousands going. and thousands of and rows. He was and like, he's like, this okay. is bad. Boom. Title. I'm going to short this because there is no way that this isn't going to burn down. Terribly. The big short. The big there short. There it is. And it That's follows other hedge funds and investment managers who basically. And it goes from like big to small. It goes through everyone because you got that little like. Uh, the, the garage band yeah. hedge fund. <laughs> yeah, yeah the these two guys who are managing like. I think they were managing. Like, 30 million? Yeah, something, something less than 50 million at the time. I think it was 20 million actually. 
Okay. Well, and it uh, turned regardless. it into like 184 million yeah. by the end or something ridiculous. It's crazy. So like, I kind of liked how it went over and, you know, gave like, I'm not saying 20 million is the little people, but well, relative to the other relative guys, that to is the billions nothing. and trillions of the yeah. big guys. That's the little people, but they went through like, like the little, the medium and the large. And then at the end of the movie, cause we're not going to spoil anything. We're just going to like, no, we're much- definitely going to spoil it. How much do you want to talk about it then? Okay, there's a Bro, few it's points. it's a movie review. Okay, there's a few parts I definitely want to go over. I just don't want to give the entire, like, just, this is exactly what happened. And don't even bother watching it. I think you should still watch it, though. Oh, like, definitely. Definitely, definitely. I'll watch it again. Fuck it. <laughs> okay, Ben. movie's amazing. We can have a movie night. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. So, one t- or two, ama- three, three amazing cameos. Oh, yeah. W- what was your favorite one? Margot Robbie. Damn it. That was my that's favorite just, one too. If Margaret Robbie's in any movie, that's my favorite part of the movie. Dude, it's pretty damn great though. Like she just she was chilling in a bathtub. She was drink, drinking champagne and she what was she explaining? I think she was uh, think explaining she was shorts, ex- right? She was explaining uh what was she explaining? I don't remember. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. It's, when Margot Robbie's on screen, you don't listen to I what remember, she's saying. I uh, remember Selena Gomez is in the movie too. Mm-hmm. And she explains, actually I can't remember what she explains either, but there's a chef that's right. There's a chef in the movie, and I know exactly what he's explaining. Go for it. He's explaining CDOs. I don't care what CDOs are. I just explained what they are. <laughs> I don't oh, remember that. <laughs> I got a bunch of old shit, but I'll put in this thing and call it a new one, and now it's perfect. <laughs> All right, so uh, we also go along the movie, and it like it's kind of crazy how many people doubt these investors who are like shorting against oh, it's the market. Crazy. And They're like at one point the Goldman Sachs uh, representative is like. Look, man, this is Wall Street. So if you're going to offer us like to just give us money, we're going to take yeah, it. And he's up. like, and then, bro, Michael Burry is such a badass. He goes, um, I need assurances to make sure that when these when the things I'm buying become worth a lot of money, that your bank is not insolvent and you're actually able to pay me. And they're like. Huh? <laughs> yeah, dude, that was probably the biggest like. That cock moment. Yeah, that was of that nuts. entire movie. That was when you can walk crazy. up. It, it can, doesn't even have to be a bank. It's just like whenever, let's just say it in a person to person kind of uh, situation. If I walk up to Colin right now and I'm like, hey, I'm going to buy this thing off you. Here's my money. All right. And I'm going to have this coin. Okay. Whenever this coin gets worth like billions of dollars, billions of dollars, I need to know when you have to buy this thing back, uh, you can pay me back. Yeah, that like, is. I'm letting you know. I was like, look, the thing I just bought off of you, this is going to be worth millions of dollars. And I know you're going to be poor. <laughs> like, I need to make sure it? you can pay me back. That's nuts. Yeah. Dude. And the, bro, the people to, at Goldman were like, oh, what? yeah, because like, imagine going like they were like the biggest damn bank at that time. Right. One of the biggest. Yeah. It's crazy how like <laughs> one man can go up to them and be like, look, I'm going to make you poor pretty much like and they did it themselves, bro. I mean. Yes, he just took advantage oh, of yeah, it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like a motherfucker. I think the whole reason why it actually got so out of hand is because the banks were so leveraged. Yeah. Because there was a bunch of, like, deregulation of, like, big banks in, uh, leading up to that. But they're like, oh, we could just leverage 30 times? Fuck it. I, I just feel like they felt like they were unstoppable. Oh, yeah. Like, the nothing. literal, like, too big to fail thing? Yeah. For yeah, real. that's exactly, exactly what happened. That's exactly what I would say it as. What else happened that was pretty damn big in the movie? That was exciting. Uh, it was very sad to see how many people were just bandwagoning on. 
like when uh, Steve Carell's character goes to talk to one of the the managers at I think J.P. Morgan. Okay, he's like just an absolute brick. Oh, was it that uh, when that, they're at dinner? Yeah, that Asian guy yeah, who was like, uh, what was he doing exactly? He had that like really slimy job that yeah. I just can't remember what it was called. You know, he literally was such a prick. He's like, says to Steve Carell's character, he's like, look, man, I live in New Jersey and I fly into New York every day on a helicopter. I have as many cars as I want. I do whatever I want. Look at you. How much does how much does society value me versus you? And Steve Carell's like. Uh, he literally gets up from the dinner, walks over to his team, and he's like, I want to short everything that that guy's ever fucking touched. We're going <laughs> to short it, and we're going to make a killing off of him. Oh, yeah, and what happened towards the uh, end of the movie, I believe that, like, he, like, didn't want to sell until it was literally at its, like, peak. Yeah, yeah so Steve Carell's character was. basically was, like, so fed up, so done with everything that he was like, we're going to hold on because they had these... Forget what exactly they had. They might, they could have been credit default swaps. So basically, they had insurance on the CDOs so that when the CDOs failed, their, their credit default swaps were worth a lot of money. So actually, that's exactly what they had because, uh, tangent, Brian Gosling's character, who is, in my opinion, the best character in the entire. When he had those presentations, that's when he went to Stephen Carell and everything. And he like explained the entire like position he was so having. So funny. He's like, I'm. Offering you fire insurance on a burning house. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty damn great. It's I, I feel like we're not doing it justice enough. Like just speaking, you gotta about watch it. it. You like we really do have to watch it. Get you to watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, we're trying to so coerce good. you. Okay, this is these so are good. there's a lot of big words. There's a lot of like hubbubaloo. Okay, that we're trying to spit out. And I know you probably don't understand it all, especially anything that Colin's saying, because I understand none of it, okay? <laughs> okay? I am part of the viewer. I want you to understand that. Colin's talking, and these damn big words, bro, I have no idea either. Bro, but the CDO's movie three is letters. sick. I can't spell or read. That won't help. Actually, I can't read either. <laughs> yeah, That's fuck odd. Or what did he say? Vacade. I cannot believe I said that. <laughs> that was bad, Vacated, man. Bro. That was bad. But no, I think that was, um, that was, it was pretty damn... It was a pretty damn good movie. I think we should probably move on. I don't want to speak about it any more than that. It is an absolute classic. It is so good. Please watch it if it's you haven't seen it. It's just a banger. And it, it's, just think about it. You don't even have to like, I mean, uh, maybe I, I can't speak to this. I major in finance. Finance is basically all I do every day for the whole day. I think it's an excellent movie. But to someone like Muhammad who doesn't eat, sleep, and breathe finance, would yeah, you man, say I'm it's an excellent I'm a straight up potato with my money. Would so. you say it's, a, it's worth watching? The reason why I watched it is because I think it is so damn funny watching people lose money. Okay. (laughs) Good on other people for making money, but for people who are so greedy, who end up just losing money, I think is absolutely hilarious. It is. It's fun to watch. Speaking speaking of big, big money. Okay. Oh God. The, the, the Met Gala was just The Met Gala was two nights ago, I think. Or was it Sunday night? I don't know. What's today? Today's Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. So... Mm, I would have to have been Sunday night, right? Okay, so it was Sunday night, all right? And we had some interesting pictures arise from this wonderful occasion, okay? One of which being our favorite person in the world, no opinions, very objective saying this, <laughs> AOC. Okay, this what is... What's that stand for? That's her name. Her name's not AOC. No, you dingus. <laughs> it's 
some or it's something the C something is Cortez. Cortez. <laughs> Let me look it up. MTV's Dan Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> this club has everything. It's uh It's Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She is the uh, 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 United States representative of For what state? Uh, one of them. Well, uh, there's like 50 of them. I don't know. <laughs> New York. She's New York's 14th congressional district or district representative since 2019 for the Democratic Party. Okay. Big words. I don't. Okay. This irregardless. So it was in okay. her backyard. The Met Gala was in her yeah, backyard. Pretty much. Cool. Okay. So she wore this. Um, what's the word? Splendiferous. Okay. I don't know if that's real or not. All right. A very elegant dress that said three words. Very bold statement. Walking in. It said very bold time. statement. <laughs> no. <laughs> it said tax the rich. Okay. Which is ironic. That is that in itself is a comedy piece. <laughs> I honestly like I wouldn't put it past her. Actually, I would because I know she definitely didn't do this as a joke. But if it was, oh, my God, that's the best thing ever. That would be ever. so funny. It's so when good. When I woke up and saw that, I thought I was like, oh, wow. Just like another meme account is like, LOL. What are you doing, bro? Okay, it's real. So so she let's, actually wore a dress that said tax the rich. So let's say why it's so funny, okay? Which makes things unfunny. I understand that. But what let's, is the Met Gala? Yeah, what is the Met Gala? It is a an event that costs how much to get into? $30,000. Okay. And okay. what is it? Basically a celebration of we're fucking rich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We made so it. So she strolls up, pays this ticket that's $30,000 in a like $3,000 dress fabric that by the way tax the rich that says tax the rich so funny and she just parties with all the rich Irony. people <laughs> so good it's, you literally look, can't make this shit regardless up. of like look we're not we should or will never bring politics into this podcast because i really don't like doing that but just the fact of how ironic that Hilarious, whole position is bro perfect okay i loved every bit of it i saw it i laughed it was awesome oh, okay give me a good tickle yeah, dude. there were some other cool, cool things. Have you seen? Uh, I think it was. I just saw this on Instagram recently. It was uh, Russell Westbrook and uh, Kid Cudi were wearing, I think, uh, skirts. Actually, yeah, like long skirts. Yeah, that's dope, dude. He's wearing like turtlenecks and a long skirt. And, Speaking like, of Doc long Martins. skirts, okay. Yeah, you know Zach Stewart is one of our friends. He lives in Illinois. Uh, he and I were thinking about buying these things called battle kilts. Yeah. Okay. They're military grade kilts. Okay. They have military grade kilts. Yes. That's the dumbest thing I've ever no, heard. No, it's not. Imagine having an entire just loop of cloth that you can wear, like, you know, as your What your makes pants. it military grade? It has like 30 pockets. <laughs> just, just wear cargo pants. No, because you got, look, you got the entire, like, you know, you know, where it cuts into your leg. Because you got the like the pant part. I'm trying to figure out what makes that military grade. It's just if it's cold, boom, you're cold. If it's hot, boom, you're hot. That's it's. I'm sure it's insulated somehow, but it has Insulate. a whole lot. It has a whole lot of loops and pockets, and it looks sick. All I'm saying is that would you judge me if I was walking around in a military kilt? No, I think it would look badass. I'm really considering badass, buying honestly. one. What would you wear like on the top piece with it? I don't know, like a crop top. <laughs> Or or uh, what what are those things called? We're like just a vest. No 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 no. It's like you know, like, I can't remember what they're called. Or it's like a like girls wear like a plaid shirt, but they like tie it at uh, the top. 
uh, Day Daisy a Daisy Duke. Daisy Duke. I think that's what that I think, is. Whatever. Well, well, that thing. That's what I would wear with it. Okay. I think I would look sick. <laughs> I'd probably of. just avoid you, but <laughs> I would be a menace to society. And honestly, that's exactly what I was going for. Yeah, but, that's um, one way to do. <laughs> <laughs> to close this out, though, real fast. We want to bring you to our new segment that we're going to be bringing on in this oh, podcast. We okay? are so excited for this. It is, it, it is probably our favorite thing. We've already alluded to it a little bit <laughs> in this podcast. And even on the last podcast, because it was kind of like a test subject last podcast, and I didn't really want to like solidify or cement it yet. I think but, this is our first like reoccurring segment on the uh, Show. I think it's going to be great. All right? Drum roll, please. What are we calling it? It is called, in today's buy high, sell low, the best way. To lose money <laughs> or Excellent. a guide on losing money. A guide to lose money. So, so what basically do we got we're just going to talk about great ways to not have money anymore. Yeah, dude, because there are so many podcasts nowadays. Okay? Boom, out of the money spy puts. Yeah, no, Boom, there's just crypto. so many people trying to make people more money, yeah. which is honestly ludicrous. Like everyone a, can't be rich. It's not fun. B, it's hard. Yeah. You know what is fun and very easy to do losing money <laughs> there is literally every way on this earth to do that okay There's, it's, it's so fantastic. you can be so creative with it we are reaching out to legitimately everyone no one can't lose money exactly unless you have none in which you're doing ex the best exactly unless you have like negative net worth in which you you're very good at losing money. <laughs> yeah, and you don't need you us to teach peak. you you should honestly stop listening to our podcast I mean, after I mean, I think, all what it's just numbers on a screen, yeah, right? All right. It's just ooh, numbers I can't even read. That's what Benjamin says. Just numbers on a screen. It's fun to watch him go up and down and then down again. So speaking of losing money, at least of recent or future terms. Yes, what's in been future going terms. So this is just a this is a, eh, not getting political, but this is basically what's on the uh, legislative agenda coming okay. up soon is changes to taxes, which if you're not aware. If you have more taxes, you have less, less money. money to spend. Correct. So, so a it, perfect guide to losing money. Yeah, it's this great. isn't necessarily like you can do something about it. We're just giving you a heads up of that this you're might gonna, happen. Yeah, you're going to lose and money. And if it does, you're losing money. So honestly, this is like, you know how people really like are on the up about, oh, passive income. This is like the exact opposite. This is passive income for the government financed <laughs> by you. Yeah. You're welcome. You're simply writing them a check. And handing no, it to them. They're writing a check for themselves <laughs> with your money. <laughs> they're like, hey, can you sign this? Oh, no. Oh, I don't care. I'm still taking well, it. I already took it. So, that, oops. <laughs> oops. Oops. So, that was our uh, our segment. That's buy Wait, high, sell low. I got to get into it oh, a little bit. You got more? Yeah, I got more. I'm going to go. I'm going to break it down a little. This I is a guide. Down. Come Bust, on. All right. Fine. Fine. I didn't know. Okay. So Bust it down. Three main huge factors here. Okay. First of all, capital gains tax. That's that's great, which is that's fantastic, which is very weird, because the only way you pay capital gains tax tax is if you do the opposite of what we say. Yeah. We say buy high, sell low. Correct. But if you buy low, sell high, then okay. you incur capital gains, so which you have to pay taxes. If on. you so happen to make money in the stock market. OK, unlucky. I'm so sorry for you. Number one, I apologize. You're going to get this thing called a capital gain. OK, yes. this is money that the government now is saying. I don't think shit all be yours anymore. So what they're going to be doing is just taking pretty much what they want to from it and then Originally, leaving you the rest with it. It was 20% capital gains for, I think, for long-term capital gains. 20% tax. Now it's going to be 25%. Oh, what's another 5%? 
So a 25% increase of what it was before. Honestly, I think they should swip swap that number and make it 75%. Because why not? Swip swap? Wouldn't that be 52? No, no, no. Like, I'm ter- in terms of 100%. Oh, uh, okay. I'm saying, like, you know, instead of 25%, we swap it over. Got it. And we hit them with the 75%. You know what my favorite part about uh, capital gains taxes is that when you buy the security, it can go up or down. Yeah, and you, what does the you, government you say? You get the risk. The government says your risk. Correct. We have no say in it. Yes. That risk is all you. All us. But when you hit sell and it's for a profit, the <laughs> our government says profit. Hmm, our profit? <laughs> Share? It's 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 a both of ours now. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So that's number one. Capital Great. gains. Great. Boom, out of the way. Second, changes to income tax. Awesome. Now, as far as I'm aware, this only really affects the top earners. Okay. Which is people making $400,000 a year or more filing single or 455, I think, 435 or $455,000 filing jointly. And basically, if you make more than that, it'll be the same tax rate as before, except they're just going to stamp an extra 3% on there. (laughs) Word. So, what what you're saying before you get into it is that in in order to lose the most amount of money you actually have to make the most amount you of money. have to make but that's not fair that's not Life's fair at not all fair. i don't want to make a bunch of money because then i'm not losing any money actually, but the only way to lose a lot of money, more money you have the ability to lose a lot you have more a, money the ability to lose a lot so more. honestly i think like listen to everyone out there i think we're gonna have to take a bullet and i need y'all to make as much money as y'all possibly can because the only way for us to lose as much as we possibly can to just give it to the government is to be rich. That's true. But if you're making $401,001 as a single, you're automatically paying $12,000 extra in tax. <laughs> you could have used that $12,000 to invest in the stock market. And out of the I would literally rather and... donate that to Goldman Sachs. <laughs> Straight up. Take and it. here's a check. <laughs> and then there's one more that doesn't really affect individuals, but it affects corporations, which, funnily enough, is called the corporate tax. Oh, really? Okay. So originally, I believe a few years ago, the corporate tax was somewhere in the range of like 26 to 28 percent. Yep. And then when uh, when Cheeto Man got in office, oh no, he brought it down to 21 percent. Okay. So corporations that's, could spend more. Well, that's not good. Well, corporations could spend it in other ways. They could, oh, lose, okay. they could so, lose money in other ways. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's okay. Understandable. And uh, after this proposed change, I, if I'm not mistaken, it will be moved up from 21% to 26.5%. Okay, so it kind of like balanced itself back out. A little bit, since yeah. Since you don't. Yeah. yeah. But, <sighs> that's pretty much the most, uh, the most changes to taxes as far as that, that, that at least I've read. Okay. I don't okay. know when they'll take effect. I don't know if they'll take effect. I but don't even know. But if they do, then we have a way to lose more money. And that's honestly, exactly correct. I think that's the goal of this. That you know? is the goal of this. So that, that now is the end of buy high, sell low, a guide on how to lose money. And Thank that also you for, brings us, uh, hearing with us to the end of our podcast for today. All right. Bye. Bye.